Welcome to the Every Movie Ever Podcast. The following episode contains spoilers. Sex bands, lots and Jackal! Is all my brain and body need. Sex bands, lots and Jackal! Because I'm rolling now. Stay rolling, please. Keep rolling, rolling, rolling. I don't have a call back this time, so... We're not doing that one again. Hold on one sec. I did turn it down. So Ben started vaping. (coughs) I feel a lot healthier for it. (coughs) Oh, fuck, that was a mistake. Mmm. Um, all right, you ready? Yeah. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Every Movie Ever podcast. My name is Ben Groves. And um, my name is Rob McFarlane. How are we doing today? I'm doing very well, man. Well, I mean, I'm ill. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you know, spicy eyes. My yeah. head kind of feels like it's, you know, like in 80s sci-fi, everything was kind of like pulsating. Scanners, like, yeah. Yeah, scanners, the blob kind of, yeah. my brain feels like it's doing that constantly. They figured out how to do that effect in the 80s, and then they just, they never looked back. Yeah, and then that was it. Completed, <laughs> completed pulsating fucking, yeah, yeah. like, special effects, special effects directors were like, this scene here, any yeah. chance you want it, the, the thing pulsing? Uh, so uh, this is a Pride and Prejudice remake. I don't think there's space for it. <laughs> but other than that, I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm I'm painfully aware that I think the last eight episodes have started with you choking to death on either apple pie or vape or water. I'm, yeah, or... I'm just not doing well at the minute, man. All right, I'm having I'm having a, a I'm having a rough run <laughs> with being able to stay alive. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's good. I watched um I watched Bullet Train last night. Great movie. What do you think? I thought it was. I uh, it has it has. What's the word? It's your salvation, mate. That's what it is. Oh, thank fuck, man. I've recommended so many movies that you turned around and gone, this is absolute dog shit. I don't trust your opinion anymore. Mm-hmm. And then every now and then there's a little like, there's a little nugget. Yeah, yeah. It's moved a few percentage points towards 50-50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- you're over 50-50 now, mate. Oh, that one film. Fuck, man. Yeah, Lemon, Lemon and Tangerine are my favorite. I think it might be the best comedy of the year. Okay. Fucking hell, it's bold. Name another comedy funnier that came out in 2022. Clerks 3. I haven't seen that one yet, and I highly fucking doubt it. I'll die on this hill, man. Clerks 3 is probably my favorite movie of the last two years. Ugh. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that guarantees I'm going to hate it. Yeah, I know. We're not covering I'm... Clerks 3 today, though, are we? What are we, what no. we covering? Today we're doing Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992 fucking great film i love it i think it's a fantastic film i think bram stoker should direct more films I, what were your thoughts <laughs> <laughs> this i thought i'd seen this right mm-hmm. i had not right i think i've seen the 70s dracula when i was younger i thought mm-hmm. I, I thought it was this one I'm, i got it confused well you made up for that by watching the first five minutes about eight times uh, no, I made the mistake of watching this when I was a little bit sleepy, and then after about 40 minutes, I was fucking exhausted, because it is just mm. pure, high energy, high yeah. octane, here's some adrenaline, look at the tits! <laughs> and it's just, it's full on from like, 
and it's just it's full on from like start to finish. There's no the yep. pace is just here's a hundred yeah, yeah, miles yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's roll credits. That's the pace. That's the pace of the movie. It's just full all it's the time. Bram Stoker's Dracula hyphen Fury Road. It's fucking yeah. <laughs> Dracula Fury Road, <laughs> fuck me! It is exactly that. It is exactly that. It's it was it was a lot, man. Uh, it was a bit of a culture shock, to be honest, because obviously we're coming from we're coming fresh from a, the nineteen thirty one Dracula, which is so yeah, delicate yeah. and so mm-hmm. beautifully written, and it's open to interpretation, and it's full. it's like a beautiful rose made out of like paper thin ice. Yeah, it's it's. It's just if you touch it, it's going to exactly. crumble. Exactly. It's a snowflake. It's delicate. Yeah. It's it's fleeting. It's mesmerizing. It's fucking poignant. This is just fucking. I was confused about what it was. Right. It doesn't help that you watch the the first five minutes without subtitles for the second time. I didn't realize it had subtitles because Amazon Prime's <laughs> amazing and it it has two versions of this. I picked the one that doesn't have the papyrus fucking. Subtitles <laughs> hard coded in. Subtitles. <laughs> so I had to like. Papyrus! I don't know. When it, like, so, so for the first five minutes, I was like, am I supposed to understand what the fuck is happening right now? Because at the moment, yeah, yeah. it's just a, a man who breaks an old man's hands and yep. then stabs a cross, <laughs> and now we're on a train. You know what I mean? Do you like the cramps? Do I like the cramps? The cramps. As in Goo Goo Muck, Human Fly. Yeah, 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 I like the cramps. I was a teenage werewolf. Yeah. yeah. So you know when Dracula screams as he puts in the the sword in the cross? Yes. Vocalist of the Cramps does the scream. Does he really? Yeah, Lux Interior was brought in to dub the scream on at the advice of Sophia Cop- Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola's daughter. What? Yep. What a fucking job that would be. <laughs> right? <laughs> Bud, do you wanna go you wanna go hang out this Thursday? Nah, sorry, mate. I've got to go scream for Gary Oldman. Yep. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I gotta go scream for This is why Bram Stoker is a genius director. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate that joke already. <laughs> I hate you already. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna need to get used to it because it's gonna come in a lot. Okay. Um no, I agree with you. This is this is uh as the intro said, Sex and Blood and Dracula. Do 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 Um because <laughs> Because this is the nineties and it's it's the year of like you know, sweets were atomic warheads and yeah. Sega was like sixteen bit, Nintendo can suck my dick. Um it was I, I don't know where you were getting your games from, but like yeah, I, I can see it was, that. everything was extreme with three X's yeah, yeah, yeah. and like nine colours and but Francis Ford Coppola, director of um is a Godfather mm-hmm. and um possibly Godfather Part Two and possibly Godfather Part Three. Obviously, all three of those films I'm aware were directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Um, he directed this one after a series of flops, and he was in dire financial trouble. And Winona Ryder comes up and goes, hey, do you want to do Dracula? Because I've seen the script, it's really good. And he's like, yeah, all right, I'll give it a go. And it is probably the most accurate to the book of any vampire Dracula-based media. Follows it really, really, really closely. You think? Um, in Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's got the letter form. I mean, my, all, all of Bram Stoker's Dracula is written in letter form. Um, and everything that's there is implied, if not shown. Um, I'm sorry. In, <laughs> Do you mean everything in this movie is implied? Everything in this movie yeah. 
is implied in the book. Right, okay, okay. I, but not shown in sorry, the Sorry, I thought you were saying... Because everything's shown in this movie. There is no room for interpretation in this movie. I was... Sorry. No, 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 All no, right, no. go on. I, I hear you. You're now. right. This film is a weird... Is a weird sex, blood, and vampires bit of, like, extremity. Yeah. But I think it makes sense because uh, Francis Ford Coppola lapsed Catholic. Okay. Angry at the church. Mm-hmm. And we have a hero who is a lapsed Catholic, mm-hmm. angry at the church. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Alison, who was on last week with her episode about Dracula 31, made the really good point that the book is about fear of female sexuality, fear of the fact that women are not chaste, yeah, yeah, yeah. lovely creatures to be traded for goats mm-hmm. or married off for, for wealth, that they have their own thoughts, dreams and desires. Mm-hmm. What a terrifying thought that would be. Sleepless nights. Um, if right, sleepless, sleepless nights. nights. <laughs> um, How will I get new if, goats? If, yeah, yeah. If I'm not, <laughs> if I'm not sexually satisfying my wife, yeah. and she is in fact more interested in the guy from over there, the foreigner, mm-hmm. the weirdo. Um, and what Coppola does with his his lapsed Catholic sort of hatred is he creates a sort of sex Jesus with long hair. Mina drinks from the wound in his side. Remember, Jesus gets oh stabbed God. in the side by the Roman soldier. Yeah. He um he raises his arms up in a Christ-like <laughs> position, and she drinks blood from the wound in his side. He just, He's sex he Jesus. He's just sex Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He dies and comes back, and he is immortal. And his love it's a oh it's a God. it's a perversion of Jesus's love. It's yeah. a he is the anti-Jesus, and he lives in a, a little cardboard box full of dirt. Uh, he can actually like project himself to to <laughs> storm clouds and then cause lesbianism like, like jesus. jesus like jesus can turn into a dog with a man face yeah. i've i've not read the bible in a long time but i'm fairly certain <laughs> yeah. that that is lore accurate jesus is batman as is gary oldman in this film and he's also wolfman that's why he agreed to do the dark knight and wolfman yeah. and super into redheads apparently i mean i can't blame him there I, well i don't know what the reason to redheads because when he's not wolfman he's yeah into mina <laughs> But then when he is yep. Wolfman, he's like, "Yeah, this this redhead's going to make me young again." Mm. That's my. And when that's he's my into Batman, source. and when, it- when he's Batman, he's in, he's, he's into dudes. <laughs> when he's Batman, he's into Robin. <laughs> uh- <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's sex Jesus, and this is look. There is only one version of Dracula where you have. Richard E. Grant in the most goth, high gothic fantasy asylum mm-hmm. where the people have cages on their heads and Tom Waits cackling about life and death and shadows. It's like the, the, the high gothic fantasy is perfectly shot, captured, and it's ridiculous and it's bombastic and it's over the top. But fucking hell, if you're a goth in the 90s, this this film is is like for you. a shot in the mouth from Jesus. Yeah, 100%. yeah hell yeah. A hundred percent. I loved this film. Lucy is stone cold stunning, mm-hmm. except for the bit when she's just stone cold. That's not for me. Right. Um, <laughs> that's good to hear as a co-host of a yeah. podcast that's probably going to well, get cancelled you... from one of your jokes going in the very near future. You know what I mean? You say when you get home, you don't, don't want to crack open a cold one. Oh, that's why you're sober. I'm sober, mate. I'm sober. You're sober. It's nothing. No more necrophilia for no you. No more. Gave it up. <laughs> Gave it total. <laughs> I fucking right. So it was a first time watch through, right? Mm-hmm. This was 
pure stress because I didn't know. Right. I knew, like, obviously, Dracula is going to be a horror. Yeah. Right? yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't necessarily start out as a horror. It's more <laughs> of like a, a camp comedy. Kind of camp, over the top, graphic novel y kind of mm-hmm. comic book brought to life. You sent me a text uh, within the first minute of watching, and you were like, why is Jonathan Harker on a train on Mars? Yeah, dude, when he's traveling from Budapest to fucking, I nearly said Venezuela, to Transylvania. <laughs> I love Venezuela, Dracula. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I've crossed oceans of time to be with you. <laughs> I was going to attempt the accent, uh, and now I feel glad that I didn't. Um... <laughs> Beeping that. So when he's on that train and everything is like luminous red, I was like, I might have missed something in the non-fucking subtitled prehistoric Romania. Maybe not prehistoric. Yeah. Prehistoric. <laughs> Dracula on a dinosaur. It just keeps coming back to pterodactyl born, man. You know what I mean? It really does. You see? And this is why I brought it in because yeah. it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's just, it's, it applies to everything. Right? Yeah. It's like Thomas the Tank Engine... Or the Bible. Mm. Pterodactyl point. Sorry, your point. Compared to the Bible <laughs> in the movie about the lapsed Catholic. <laughs> Both of them feature as many real dinosaurs. I guess. I guess. Um, so yeah, the, the whole fucking train ride looks like he's on Mars. The, the set is beautiful. And the lighting is beautiful. Mm. Um, yep. It's a shame that Keanu Reeves is in it. Because oh. he broke my heart in this movie, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I love him as an actor. He's fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. Super yep. nice guy outside of acting as well. Like, does incredible yep. things. I wanted it to be something. Mm-hmm. But it was just nothing. I kind of thought that this was a bit of a comedy going into it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend Keanu Reeves here. Okay. It is an awful performance amongst the worst of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's saying something because there's some proper clangers in his career. Um reading up about it he's ashamed of it okay he does really doesn't like watching the film yeah uh he got caught up on wanting to have a perfect english accent right and so coppola was like fuck the accent mm. just act and he was constantly so he's come off the back of four films in 1991 fuck. so not only oh, has he made yeah. four films he's promoing four films because he's done uh my own private idaho bill and ted's um bogus journey, bogus journey. And a third one that was actually way bigger. Point Break. Right, Point yeah. Break. Just Point Break alone and then is a, fucking huge. Man. Just Point Break, right. So he's promoted all three of those. And whilst he's promoing those films, he's shooting this one and trying desperately without much training mm-hmm. to concentrate on his accent, which obviously he's flunking and he knows he's flunking. Right. So the amount of brain space left for like no, yeah, do- telling his face that he's in a film yeah, 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 yeah. Is, is low. And also the role he's playing... He's supposed to be a boring, square, sexless milk boy. <laughs> you keep saying milk boy. You've said it to me in text a couple times. It just makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, it's, it's <laughs> but that's the thing is that, like, you know, he's meant to be like 18, 19 or, you know, in his early 20s. OK, he's a he's a he's an apprentice at this law firm. Yeah. They sent one guy. He's come back fucking noshing on spiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> And and they're like, okay, we'll send the intern. So he's gone out. He's got this like first, it, you know, Mina's his first girlfriend. Yeah. 
And he's supposed to be like, hello, I'm Jonathan Harker. Yeah, the accents are very I, slow, know, aren't they? Like all they the British accents much. in this are all just sort of like, oh, Mina, oh, Mina, yeah. I'm so in love. It's, it's having, wonderful. Having watched, recently watched Bullet Train, in which there is an American actor nailing a British accent. But in all fairness, right, he's doing a modern English accent from London, which is like, yeah, it's a pretty fucking iconic accent. I, I can't think of like, but it's a difficult one to do if you're American. Yeah, no, I'm not downplaying it. It's really it at all. difficult to do if you know. I think the Brian Tyree Henry as as Lemon in Bullet Train nails that accent. Keanu Reeves, arguably a far higher paid star, starring in a Francis Ford Coppola movie. I get you of a classic film. Right, I'm going to defend this though. How m- are we just defending Keanu? Yeah, now? we're just fucking fighting <laughs> Keanu's corner. The, the episode's over. Now it's just we love we we love Keanu. Um, yeah, but look at the references though. I mean, like the references that Keanu would have had to mm. work with on fucking periodic English accents in yeah, 1992 yeah, yeah. compared to he'd a have been he'd have been mailed a box of CDs. Yeah, yeah that's what I mean. <laughs> Whereas now you can literally sit and watch fucking horrendous amounts of youtube that is just yeah, yeah. cockney accents yeah. you know what i mean so yeah. fair enough i get i get why keanu uh, didn't do well it just kind of broke my heart a little bit man yeah it's awful i was i and really it, wanted it, it really it really plays against the film it does it it, it, M- it it measurably lowers this film i don't think it does it in like a negative way i think it changes the tone of it like i was expecting it to be yeah. a bit of a like a bit of a comedy you know when he's getting yeah. picked up by the carriage and mm-hmm. that fucking xenomorph-looking carriage driver picks yeah. him up by the shoulder and kind of just glides him into the back yep. of the thing. I was crying with laughter because I was like, this is going to be <laughs> fucking hilarious. And then yeah, immediately, yeah. it wasn't. And then immediately it goes, you get thrown into like Dracula's castle where physics don't make sense. Yep. Shadows act independently, which is all fucking beautifully done, by the way. Um, and you meet Gary Oldman as Dracula. Who is... Who's incredible. It's not just that he's incredible. It's... There's something truly fucking sinister about him. Mm-hmm. Because he's goofy as shit in this movie, right? Dracula is like mm-hmm. Spider-Man in down walls outside of windows. <laughs> yeah, 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 there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. bits where... The one bit where Keanu's like uh, shaving his neck mm-hmm. with like a cutthroat razor. Yep. And then you just see Dracula's hand across the room and like tap him on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. And he turns around and then Dracula's in the doorway like a mile behind him. Yeah, yeah. Fucking <laughs> crying with laughter. I was like, that's the goofiest <laughs> shit that you could do. Yeah, yeah. Dracula is like fucking creeping around his own house, just trying to freak this just, really posh lad out. Just pranking. Prank, bro. Prank, prank bro. <laughs> it's a prank, bro. Um, he's just. Maybe. <laughs> do you know what it is? Gary Oldman's Dracula in the first half of this film, yeah. it's dated badly, but it's dated in such a way that he just comes across like Dagobah Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. It's I don't know what it is, man. He's kind of like... He just fucks with people for the sake of fucking with people, and I've got yeah, nothing yeah. but respect for it, right? And then that yeah, set yeah. me up in like a comedy mindset. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is like quite fun, and it's quite goofy and quite campy. Mm-hmm. And then like literally the next scene, Keanu gets his fucking dick bit yeah, yeah, by one of Dracula's brides, and I was—I've never gone from being sort of like "fuck me, that's amazing." Oh no! Yeah, yeah, and then they eat a baby, and then they eat a baby, and his reaction to them <laughs> eating a baby throws you back into hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. took me a while to figure out what this film but I was. I think if you'd had a better actor in that role, yeah, who was actually scared, it would have ruined and it. And 
Really? Yeah, I think it would have ruined it. Because it makes it. Because I don't think the... it was intended to be funny. Yeah, I don't think so either. But that's kind of what makes it funnier, and it's it kind of <laughs> brought something extra to, to, to the table for me. Um, yeah, I just love it, man. Because then you've got Anthony Hopkins as Van Helsing, <gasps> dude. Anthony Hopkins. He's... Damn your eyes, man! Damn your eyes! He's fucking incredible in this film. He's a teleporting Van Helsing. He can Who... he can do what Dracula does just for shits and giggles. <laughs> Yeah, Although I've got yeah, yeah. a theory on this. Right. The whole movie's told by Van Helsing, right? He's the narrator who is like guiding you through the uh, whole thing. So I think unreliable narrator. I think it's the unreliable narrator kind of proving his point to the viewer mm. by illustrating oh, his own story. <sighs> I think it, I think that's why the whole physics thing of Dracula's castle, water drips up, rats on the ceiling, it's fucking mm. Dracula Spider-Man in through walls. I think it's there as a tool for Van Helsing to get his point across of how fucking weird this dude is. Well, because they sort of all, everybody, well, everybody tells the story except Dracula, don't yes. they? Everyone's, everyone puts their aura in because in the book, it's all, the book itself, uh, for those who haven't read it, is all written in letter form, telegrams. It's not written by an author. It's written by the characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and it, as a result, it can get a little bit fucking dry. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> But um, everyone gets to say except Dracula. And what I find interesting with the sex Jesus thing mm-hmm. is, yes, the Dracula 31, you're right, is is gentler and it's this, that, or the other. But this was a fucking, this was a relatively, like, shocking point of view to take in the 90s when you consider 90s was Cosmopolitan magazine being about, you know, we had yeah. Nuts and Zoo magazine and it was... Yeah, no. You know, you bought your porn in in magazine form, or you and... found it by the side of the railroad tracks. Yeah, and it was yeah, yeah. Sticky think and of... crumpled up. This is the same era as Batman Returns. <laughs> think of the sex dynamics in that. To have those two side by side, it is right? Fucking stark difference. Yeah, <laughs> like what that so you've era got had sugar and yeah, exactly sugar and spice, yeah. two faces, little minions, yeah. and then here comes a film being like. What were they getting out of that? That's a fucking great point. Holy so this was a, a hugely like this was a hugely because the book is about the the fear of female sexuality yeah. and not measuring up and and sex Jesus comes along and goes ninety sexual dynamics were not were not great and this is the first one where. Although it's told from everyone's point of view, but Dracula's Mina's into it. Lucy's into it. Yeah. Dude, Mina's and really just into what... it in this film. Fuck. Right? Yeah. Right? But then, but then, like, imagine, imagine the, 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 the bad guy in this film yeah. is them being sexually awakened. Fuck, man. That's the thing you're supposed to be afraid of. Yeah. You're supposed to be afraid of, of women having a good time without you. That's fucking insane. That's actually insane. So it's yeah, and I think once you put the whole like we were watching Batman Forever, being like, "Wait, yeah, this yeah, is, yeah, this is fucked." Oh, this is goofy. This is quirky. There's a film which comes along and goes, "God, imagine if they did have a good time without you." Yeah, imagine if that they would be bad, wouldn't they it? They did do exactly what they wanted when they wanted with who they wanted. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Okay. Even if it's a dog in the garden, I. You, you... <laughs> 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 Oh my god, that scene, 
the scene where Mina sees the fucking dog man mm-hmm. or the wolf man, like just yeah, yeah. fucking Lucy for the first time. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah. That was but it's funny. the pri- it's, it's it's that primal sexual sexual thing. No, and don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's not a subtle metaphor. No, there's nothing in this movie is subtle. I think that's why I struggled mm. with it the first time because I was I was looking at Dracula 1931, right? Yeah, and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna be controversial. I'm gonna say that I prefer that movie to this one. No, that's not controversial at all. It's it's a fat ten. It, it, yeah, it's a this it's one a is fat eight. Like, <laughs> but I think I prefer that one. We all know what having one of those is like. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> so <laughs> it's a sexy film, Ben. <laughs> so the thirty-one Dracula. We've all got a dick the size of Baby Yoda, right? I mean, if you're gifted. I mean, that's a weird thing yeah, to that's compare a really it to. Weird. That's a, I don't even know how to respond to that. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna move on. Open your mind, Wade. <laughs> oh my god! Right, thirty-one. Dracula is written so fucking delicately and yeah, so openly. Where you mm-hmm. can like, it's free for you to explore and for you to apply yeah. your own, your own feelings and your own fears, whatever they are in that moment. They will work yeah. with that movie, and you will get something from it. Right. But whereas yeah. this movie is, here is the fucking good guy. Here's the bad guy. Here is tits. Mm-hmm. Look at the tits. Tits and blood and Dracula. And then yeah, thirty one is like a is like a switchblade made out of very thin ice, and this is just being clubbed in the face. Yeah, but with like a small van. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's like 31 is like a gentle breeze and this one is like Mm -hmm. being hit by a fucking 7.5 ton truck. Dracula Fury Road. Dracula Fury Road. (laughs) And don't get me wrong, I love it. I just, it just caught me off guard a little. I think I prefer 30. I like the exploration of it and I like the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take something new away from it. Um, But in this one, Tom Waits is fucking mind-blowingly good. He is essentially, he is. he is just a permanent resident of whatever Silent Hill sanitarium that Dr. Smackhead is keeping <laughs> him in, right? <laughs> yeah, I've, I find it interesting that, that almost everybody in, everybody besides Dracula mm. has a major character flaw. Well, I mean, not besides Dracula. I was going to say, like, I, I can think of one or two, buddy. Like, there's a couple in there. Just going to put it out there. There's a couple in yeah. there. But um, you know, um, Van Helsing's very clearly an alcoholic. Yes. Uh, Doctor Seward is very clearly a, a morphine addict. Um, Carrie Elwes is very clearly just a bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is going on here? <laughs> it's, it's one. His one downfall is that he's clearly a bro. <laughs> It was one of the worst afflictions to have in fucking 1897. You know what I mean? Oh, God, yeah. I'm God, sorry, yeah. sir. Be you've been afflicted addict. with the bro. <gasps> Aghast. What the hell? Good God. Good, Good gosh. gosh, man. Get him to the Silent Hill Sanitarium of Screams immediately. <laughs> Give him a smack load of morphine. I feel like it's very difficult, going back to the Keanu Reeves thing, okay. it must be difficult, this film, mm-hmm. to know that you were acting alongside royalty such as gary oldman and anthony hopkins and tom waits and then well no and then see tom waits mm. absolutely nail the accent oh dude 
it, that must have been the biggest <laughs> fuck you that could have ever happened. He's like, Keanu arrives on set. He's four films, you know, fresh yeah. after four films after the last year. He's like, yeah, man, I'm doing good. My career's going all right. I'm, I'm struggling with the English a little bit. You know, I'm exhausted. This And Tom Rakes mm. just shows up and it's like, master, master, <laughs> I've worshipped you, master. You must just stand there and be sort of like, fuck you, you musical genius turned actor with your fucking perfect accent. Ooh, yeah. look, I'm Renfield. I'm living up to my predecessors in this role who also nailed it. <laughs> but not in that good of an English accent. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I do lament the fact that you are here, Mina. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh, it's the guy. But he looks younger <laughs> somehow. Whoa! Stay excellent, Mina. <laughs> <laughs> so, I lament the fact that um, we don't see uh, Tom Waits before he meets Dracula, because you don't get what you get in thirty-one, which is the before and after. You, you, yeah. His post-Dracula Renfield is brilliant. Mm. I guarantee you his pre-Dracula Renfield will be just as just as good. Yeah, 100%. Um, but fortunately, we've got a Renfield movie coming out because nothing is sacred. What? Is there actually a Renfield movie coming out? Yeah, not starring Tom Waits, though. Then what's the fucking point? Starring Nicholas Holt. Renfield Fury Road. Renfield Fury Road. All right, <laughs> I'm in for it, man. I'm back on board. Yeah, do you know what's going to get you on board more? Go on. Who in the Renfield movie would you want to play Dracula? Ooh, Any I, actor. I, like, literally anyone. I mean, they have to be alive and capable, oh. but yes. All right. Let me think about it. What if I were to say, The Bees! The Bees? What if I were to say, We have to steal the Declaration of Independence? Oh, my God. <laughs> Nicholas Cage it. as Dracula. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. Coming out in 2023, directed I by um I can't process this right now. Yeah. I was directed by Chris McKay who did um Robot Chicken and the Lego Batman movie. This is going to be a horror comedy. Fucking amazing. Dude, I was on board for a Renfield movie like ironically, now I'm just fucking on board for a Renfield movie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for this rub. It's going to be good, right? Dude, Nick Cage's Dracula is going to be fucking insane. Yeah? Not in yeah. like a, oh my God, that was so good. Just in like batshit, uh-huh. humanly doesn't make sense kind of insane. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get, a, we'll, get a, we'll get a glimpse as to what it's going to be if Honor Among Thieves, the D&D movie is any good. Because the guy who wrote and direct Renfield mm-hmm. wrote the D&D movie. So I can't wait for that either. It's going to be great. Uh, I just Is it Chris Pine? He's yes. got a slappable face. He does, but he's a good actor. Have you seen Don't Worry Darling? I haven't yet, no. Yeah, yeah it's fine. I, you know me, I don't really watch that many films and I hate podcasts, so... Yeah, alright, well, fair enough. What are you going to rate, rate this it? one? <gasps> Jinx! You oh always say God. I needed to beat you to it! <laughs> bees! <laughs> the bees! The bees! Um... Oh, was that a fucking... Hold on a sec. The Bees. Is that a Wicker Man reference? Yes. You're an asshole. I told you my Wicker Man story the other day and how yeah. fucking much it broke me. Yeah. That's only just click. You're mean. You're you mean gonna today. Share, are you going to share it with the listeners? I went to... I was in Amsterdam and I watched The Wicker Man whilst on Mushrooms when the I was remake, about The 18. remake. Yeah, the remake when I was about 18 in the cinema. And 
it melted my brain and I had to I crawled out of the cinema screen and essentially roly poly down the street in Amsterdam to try and escape it. Um it did not get <laughs> better. The, it did I not get better because your method of escape was roly poly. I thought I was I don't know, for some reason I thought it was gonna be quicker than walking and I wouldn't be seen as much. But now I understand from an outsider's point of view, people just walking down the street are unnoticeable. Someone roly polying down the street whilst yelling, it's noticeable. Is it was maybe an early it would get the bees off you. Is yeah, it like stop, no drop, bees. and roll? No bees will sting you if you if they see you furiously rolling Keep down the rolling, street. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Amsterdam mushroom trip gone bad, hyphen fury road. Do you know what's so- worse than that? <laughs> Do you know what's worse than this story? Go on. Have you seen the original Wicker Man? Uh, no. Oh. I can't go near it, man. Like, it, it broke me. Okay, after this, this was an early showing in Amsterdam. I escaped the cinema. <laughs> yeah. And roly-poly to freedom, and I thought I was safe. It's now mm. about 2 p.m. in the afternoon, and me and my mm-hmm. buddies, some, at some point along the way, one of us thought we saw the 12 Monkeys logo on a wall, and everyone was then convinced that we had slipped into the 12 Monkeys universe, and we were <sighs> fucked. So we were running around Amsterdam, panicking that Bruce Willis was about to show up, right? Not a oh great fucking God. time. Not a great time. It's not good when then I, when then anyone's like, oh, do you want to watch The Wicker Man? And I immediately get these fucking mushroom flashbacks to like <laughs> being in the 12 Monkeys universe. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'll watch it at some point. I just need to, you know, mm-hmm. let yeah, the dust yeah. settle just on that one a while. <laughs> eat a few more spiders. <laughs> All right, Renfield. <laughs> Master! Master! <laughs> I have worshipped you. You promised me eternal life, master. I mean, it's just turned into Tom Waits. It's just turned into half an hour of us impersonating Tom Waits. It's just impersonating Tom Waits and defending Keanu Reeves. Welcome to the episode. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) What are you going to rate it? Shit in this film. Uh, I'm going to rate it a seven. I like the take. I like the story it's telling. I like the point it's making. Mm-hmm. Um, I've enjoyed the opportunity as a straight white man in my 30s to explain feminism to women. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if we learn anything uh, from politics these days, it's that the most fucking, the most equipped people in society to talk about women's rights and, mm-hmm. and what they can and can't do with said rights is. That straight white men in their thirties like us. Straight white. My men. sister has started using mansplaining in the wrong context, and I've got no idea how to fix it. Uh, just explain it to her, just in a really simple <laughs> way. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, seven. It, Keanu Reeves is responsible for a full thirty percent of that. He's he's responsible okay. for a whole point missing. Yeah. Okay. That um, makes sense. I think the effects are all practical, which is lovely because Coppola wanted it to look like a original you know 50s creature feature i mean the blue um, the I blue fire that's the only use of yeah, cgi yeah, yeah. okay um but i think like, they had I don't know how they fucking would have done that with like practical you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no they could they could have um they could have used a gas ring on a on a on a Ooh. cooker and then just matted it over the top could have had that one for free coppola may if you just waited 25 years if 30 you years just waited for two White men in their 30s to explain how to do your job properly. <laughs> how to make films. <laughs> how to make films. Yeah, the Godfather. Godfather yeah, what? It's, oh, yeah, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's all right. My biggest contribution is a Bristol chip shop called the Nothing. Godfather. Yeah, you go. See, we've got the Godfather in Telford as well. <laughs> yeah. Have you got Jason Donovan? No, we've got the Godfather 2. Ooh. Yeah. 
Yeah. Ooh, Separate owners to the Godfather. Imagine how oh pissed you'd be thinking you've just nailed a pun and then, like, two streets away, the Godfather 2 opens. <laughs> It'll happen to the Godfather 2 when part 3 opens. Yeah. I mean, no great film needs two sequels, right? Just tell the story in one. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Again, Coppola could have had that one for free. You're welcome, world. <laughs> we have fixed you. What are you rating it, Ben? Um, I, I was going to give it a six, but you've talked me up to a seven because your point on uh, Sex Jesus has yeah. widened you don't give it my a seven, vision. You hate women. Uh- <laughs> 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 then I give it an eight. <laughs> cool, eight from Ben. Uh, yeah, no virtue signal. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going. I'm going to give it a, a seven because, like you say, Keanu does knock it down a point. I'm, you've we not can got understand seven it. to give. We can understand it. I don't. I give it an aggressively <laughs> mediocre three and a half. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pick a lock with a marshmallow. <laughs> oh, mate. If anyone ever needs, like... Uh, a rope to play snooker with. Yeah. <laughs> pushing rope, mansplained. Get in touch right. on our socials, Discord. We've got an email yep. address. It's all on the, the link tree. You'll see. You'll see. Uh, I'll give it seven. I like the 31 better. This one is a fucking crazy unique take with something for everyone it's hugely gory it's a horror it's funny mm-hmm. as fuck it's got a huge cast who all barkiano pull off insane <laughs> insanely good fucking uh portrayals mm-hmm. and yeah man i'm just gonna go with that nice well that's us this week uh join us on sunday for frankenstein 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 yeah frankenstein, frankenstein. oh it um, is a monster with drinks and a movie which we're very much looking forward to drinks and a if, movie if we can make it work because we he might have to call in we'll make uh, it work it'll be we'll fine we'll figure it out we'll figure it out we promise you we promise you drinks and a movie we'll give you drinks and a movie uh i've been rob mcfarlane and I've been Ben Groves. Guys, thank you so fucking much for hanging out with us. We love you dearly. It's been an absolute pleasure. We do love you dearly. We and love you like Dracula loves Mina. Sometimes Lucy. Maybe not Lucy, that's a bit much. But you do give us life in a weird way. Maybe you are Lucy. Is it weird if I say consume now because we're talking about Dracula and Lucy and he actually says... Well, he doesn't say it. He just <gasps> oh, consumes <laughs> Lucy, doesn't he? <laughs> yes! Consume. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the rule is I get one minute to say whatever I want to the listeners without Ben around. Do I? I should make this count. Obviously, I want them to each of them tell a friend about our podcast and recommend us this week. Just if each listener could do that, that would really, really help us out. But it feels like it needs to be more profound. What can I? I've got one minute of silence to fill with whatever I want. I could fill this minute with something wise or profound. Or... It feels like a lot of responsibility to have one minute where we could sort of have to ourselves as a direct line of communication so i know hey guys rob here from the every movie ever podcast asking you to never forget to